This is Let's Talk Business Radio with your host, Mark Ebinger. Now, here's Mark. You guys do a really cool thing with you guys in business. So uh, we'll, we'll start with you, Greg, just kind of lead into it. A portion of your sales, everything that you guys do, the work out there, you guys are funding a special uh, project that you guys have going on. Just kind of do the intro on that a little bit. Okay, yeah, a portion of everything that, that uh, of, of our sales, I don't really like to call it sales because we want to serve our, our customers versus selling to them, but um, a portion of our profits do go to a nonprofit that my wife and I run. She's the CEO. Um, it's called Room Redux. So it either is, is a monetary thing that, uh, you know, we give them the money if it's, you know, at the end of the month or um, a project that we're, a room transformation that we're going to be doing um, next month. Um, I'm donating the labor with our guys from the company to go over there and help it. It's a, it's a pretty big transformation. I love that. And Susie, if we can transition over to you now, I'd like to know what, how did you guys get involved with this? What was the catalyst? I've always had a heart for children. I am a former family advocate. I worked at a children's advocacy center and I'm currently, uh, this, you can't see, but this far away from being Dr. Seuss. Oh, really? I'm a psychologist. I'm in my doctoral candidate phase right now. Yeah. So I, when I worked at the children's advocacy center, every day I would hear the horrific things that are happening to our children. And it made sense to me to change their environment. These children are in counseling, which is great, but then they're going back to a room where abuse occurred or there are triggers. So essentially what Room Redux does is we transform the rooms and lives of children who have faced abuse. We do this anonymously so the children never see us, and we do this in one day. And this particular job or project that Greg's talking about that's coming up in April is in Uvalde. We just went and assessed three, five rooms for six children. (laughs) We'll be transforming in Uvalde, which is super exciting. And we have chapters all across the U.S. now. We have 15 chapters across America, and we have filed in the U.K. We're going to file in Australia, the Philippines, Kenya, Wales, Scotland, Ireland, Israel. So this is kind of a big deal. It is, and this is world headquarters. So let me just kind of recap what I understand of this type of program here is, so I, I don't know if you know my background, but I was a cop here in San Antonio oh. for 24 years. I worked homicide. I worked internal affairs. I worked street patrol, supervisor. Thank you for if you service. name it, I've seen it, right? Well, thank you for what you guys are doing. But so what you're saying is you're coming from a place where if a kid has experienced abuse in their, let's say, bedroom, for example, right, then that's no longer a safe place for them. Right. I mean, imagine the PTSD, right, that they're suffering and they're having to go back to that same space every day. You guys go in and do a complete transformation of that room and give them basically a clean slate from which to kind of begin and really continue that healing process. Am I conceptualizing that correctly? Exactly. I mean, from the flooring to paint, murals, we put in new light fixtures, obviously, new decor, new bedding, always a new mattress. We do an assessment. We so we find out what colors does she love? What colors does she hate? What does he want to be when he grows up? What are they into? What would they like in the room? We've been putting lots of mini fridges in rooms lately, which is kind of fun. Oh, but, um, they make sense to me. <laughs> just saying. Yeah. So these children, whether the abuse you know, happened in their room or it happened at uh, somewhere they used to live or an uncle's house or a hotel, they still deserve to know that they are loved and cared about by people who don't even know them and who expect nothing from them. And you mentioned that you're a cop. So FYI, we get our referrals from counselors, therapists, psychologists, 
law enforcement, the FBI, NCMEC. We have to make sure that we know the the children are in counseling for the trauma or they've been through counseling for the trauma. That way, we know that, first of all, the perpetrator, the pedophile, is out of the picture. The abuser is out of the picture. But also, we talk to the counselors to find out what kind of therapeutic tools they're using so that we can put them in their room transformations. There's no cookie cutter. Every room transformation is specifically tailored to that child. And we name each room transformation. So when you look at our web, our website, roomredux.org, you'll see all kinds of different rooms. It's so much fun. I love that. And how many rooms have you guys done to date? Woo! We have done 206 room transformations across America to date. But what that actually equates to is upward to 4,000, 5,000 children because we've actually done some facilities for SJRC and then some places in California where an influx of families and children come through. So. so how many states are you guys in? We are. Can I name them? Sure. Okay. <laughs> I have to go around the country in my mind. Gotcha. So we have Room Redux, Houston, DFW, Central Texas, San Antonio, Bay Area, California, Sacramento, California, Willamette Valley, Oregon, St. Louis, Missouri, Denver, Colorado, Northern Michigan. We're starting one in Southern Michigan just recently. Um, Cincinnati, Ohio, Cleveland, Ohio, Georgia, Shreveport, Bossier City, and we just started Las Vegas. So, and you guys started this in what year? 2018, officially. We transformed two rooms in 2017, just kind of covertly, didn't have a name. And then 2018, we came up with the name and transformed three rooms. And then 2019 is when we began to just explode. How many people in your operation? Well, me, the CEO. There's Greg, who is our chief logistics officer. Our son, Michael, is the chief operating officer. And then I have two assistants. They're remote. They actually also run Room Redux Northern Michigan, Ryan and Sierra. That's it. Everybody else is volunteers. Everyone is a volunteer. So you guys travel to these locations. You get the work done, I'm guessing. Sometimes. Well, we have executive directors that run each chapter, and they're all volunteers. And then they gather volunteers who all have background checks. And that's how we get things done. Do you guys capture the process? Like uh, we just had a videographer hidden here doing doing stuff like that. Capturing the process is a cool way to, you know, create more awareness. Do you guys capture that process as well? We do. Sometimes we take videos. We always take photos, before and after photos. They're very confidential. We always remove the metadata, and we don't have photos of children ever or telltale signs or their names or anything like sure. that. But, yeah, we have before and after photos and sometimes videos. I love that. So um, a lot of work, I imagine, goes into this. It's very intense. Yes. So how do you stay motivated to do all this? <laughs> what I like to say it is the most fun hard work, hard work you'll have in a day. I'll bet. I live yeah. on motivation. I just, I'm always excited when I talk about Room Redux because it's my favorite thing in the whole wide world. It's befores and afters, but you're actually helping transform the lives of children. And I won't geek out on you too much from that psychological perspective, but on a longitudinal level, we're hoping to break the cycles of abuse and let them know the world's not always such a scary place. People yeah. aren't always out to get you. And really, it's a multi-generational impact that you guys are having. Which Absolutely. It, there's no understating that. Absolutely. Because abuse is generational. It just goes from one to the next to the next. And if you can break that, you're not just saving, you're transforming one or two lives or even a, a family, but it's generational family change. Exactly. So that's awesome. And one last thing too. Uh, recently, in December, in Hollywood, in front of uh, a lot of stars, a red red carpet star-studded event, I was announced the L'Oreal Paris Women of Worth National Honoree. 
So Room Redux received $45,000 from L'Oreal Paris, and I've been able to spread the word on their platform this year too. So Oh, I love that. Exciting. Yeah. I'm sure more businesses become aware of what you guys are doing. They're going to be happy because their businesses are always looking for places to donate, yes. and the cause is amazing, and it's still young. Yeah. It's still a young cause, and you guys are being managed very well because of the expansion that's happening. So you can see that. So congratulations on that. If people want to uh, get involved with Room, uh, Room Redux or donate, how do they do that? Roomredux.org. And we're also on social media. So LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, you'll see a, a bunch of different chapters. The main headquarters is Room Redux, but there's also Room Redux San Antonio. So check us out. Thank you very much, Susie, for coming on short notice. It was <laughs> a pleasure. Thank you. You're a pro, I can tell. <laughs>